This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show at 8.12.15. Go on. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good. Good. How are you, Frank? What's been anything happening this week to you? Well, I'll tell you what. I went to a football match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was coming back. And you're coming back. I was, yeah, I was going back in the car. Oh, it's coming back. And um, <laughs> I was, I, I've been doing television for 34 years, and I had about 10 texts saying, I've just seen you on television. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, is it that rare now? <laughs> they have to catch me in a crowd looking <laughs> awful. Is that is baseball that, cap? Baseball, but that was my. You know, last week I talked about the disguise cap that celebrities have. I, I noticed. I this, devoted yeah. probably um, twenty-seven minutes to googling the logo on your cap. Oh, because I couldn't <laughs> see it, and it looked like it said Hutch Oak, and I thought, oh, is that in Oklahoma? I couldn't see what it said. Well, I'll tell you what it is. I got it free, of course, so I haven't bought any clothing since the fifth year. Uh, in fact, I didn't buy any in the fifth year. My parents bought. In fact, my my parents basically handed the buying me clothes baton over to the BBC and ITV, and they bought me clothes for the rest of my life. Nevertheless, I um, what was the question? Oh yes. So it says yes. It it's um in you, you know this country the popular. Um, oh, I love this country. With Daisy yeah. and Charlie Cooper. Well, they've made an American version, and that was part of the merch, was that cap. So I wasn't oh. actually, I wasn't paid to wear it, but it's in the house. <laughs> so I, I put that on. It was working well. I think me and Dave were there. No one recognised us. And then Stan Collymore spotted us, and he came over and talked, because he doesn't wear a cap, because if anyone yeah. um, shoved him about, he'd, um, he'd oh, rip their ears yeah. off. And uh, remember when he said to Vanilla Ice in the farm, do you want to go outside? Come on. Do you want to go outside? It's fantastic. Was he offering to do some extra farming? Um, I think he was going to plough him in some way. I wish Vanilla Ice had responded by saying, stop, collaborate and listen. And I think wasn't Vanilla Ice once hung from his ankles by Suge Knight, the um, hip-hop producer, from a, from a sort of 10th-storey balcony in, in a... A discussion about rights. I think we. Well, I don't know, but poor the fact vanilla that you ice. Know that gives me such immense joy. Oh well. Anyway, so. Yeah. Um, well, so yes, yeah, so that was the cat. baby. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved. I absolutely loved it. I have to say, we looked. I mean, I don't look good in a baseball cap. Me and Dave, I thought. When I, someone was sending me screen grabs, you know, you, you've been on telly, screen grabs, and we look terrible. I mean, <laughs> if there's right. another Friends reunion in, in 2051, <laughs> that's what it will look like. I mean, oh my goodness, I just thought, look at that. <laughs> Oh, bit that caused a slight element of, you know, when Simon and Garfunkel did those things in Hyde Park? Bit of that. Oh, anyway, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't about us. I was us. very excited. Al, I sent uh, Frank and David a video because I was watching it with um, 
the Rosses, my friends, and Jane and Jonathan, and I took... I said, oh, my God, they're on telly! So I videoed it, and then I <laughs> scanned round to Jonathan's reaction, which was what, Frank? It was it just him shrugging <laughs> in a kind of a what? What? <laughs> but it, it was thought it was a, it was a lovely antidote because humility is so important in this business. <laughs> and that, you know, it was one of those nights. It was a night, and then uh, and then there was uh, Jonathan Ross looking indifferent. And yeah. uh, we need a bit of that. Yes. Apparently, the great pashas and sultans used to have a man whose job was purely to say to them every day and one day you shall die and they uh, yeah that that was his his job yeah. oh. Stan Collymore still doing it to all sorts of people <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. well Gary McCall says every single time I cry when I hear three lines and so say all of us it is the greatest football anthem of all time. 55 years of hurt. Our time is now. Apparently, I shouldn't join in. I'm Scottish, but I am, and I will, oh, because wow. I'm 100% backing England. I felt I oh, should read luck. that out. That is I, um, I also identify as Scottish, being born in Glasgow, <laughs> but I am... Um, <laughs> you identify as... <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I too I am delighted that. for England and love... Three lions, so there you go. Oh, Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Graham yes. Souness. I thought you identify as Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's all, but I think it's okay now because I think all the Scottish and Welsh and uh, Irish listeners have they went about ten minutes ago from the show. <laughs> so no, I understand that. Come back next week if there's any of you still left. And, three you know, three nine eight there. has texted Cha-Ching, which I think is uh, yet again a reference to. Oh, for goodness! <laughs> <laughs> but the people from people from the rest of the British Isles who've uh, switched off now. If we lose, they'll be here next week. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh man, they'll be what? Their alarms will be going off at five to eight. We'll I imagine email. the alarm would be. Oh, you know. Frank, I have a question Will. about the phrase. It's coming home. Um, hold on, that, this that is a, phrase... oh, just a sec. Scotsman's alarm going off at five to eight next oh, week. Yeah. If we lose, here we go. That time already. Oh, they lost. Skinner's on the radio. <laughs> I can't wait for this! Ah, Sassanach! <laughs> Bit of drama there on... Um, What's well, one thing missing from Absolute Radio? There are no dramas or um, stuff on I think they're working on that. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Sorry, Al, I, I interrupted you, but I already had my finger on the jingle button, and you know oh, what that's, that's like on a, on a Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, know when... I can't do the show anymore. <laughs> I know when somebody's got a comedy bullet in the chair. Oh, you can feel it. Oh, that's that's because yeah. you know the game. Can't, can't not squeeze the trigger there. They don't all know the game, Al, but you know the game. <laughs> um, anyway, I have quite a humdrum question because the phrase it's coming home is now everywhere, isn't it? Like it was even on some colouring in that my daughter brought back from school really? the other day. Blimey. Yeah, it's everywhere. And I, I mean, I know this is obvious, but it did start with the song, didn't it? 
the phrase it's coming Yes, home. I'll tell you what about... You know, originally it was this marketing thing, football comes home, was that that was the marketing thing for Euro 96. And we kind of liked it, but th- they didn't think they'd got it quite right. But when me and Dave wrote the lyric originally, we wrote, it's coming home, it's coming home. And I can't remember what, but we didn't, we didn't want to use the word football. So it was, it's coming home, it's coming home. It's very much coming home. I don't know what it was right. we said, but it was just it's. And then Ian Brody said, uh, I think you should mention football. And that's how it became <laughs> football's coming. So for us, it was just right. it's coming home. But he, he, did the, he did the clever bit. You know, he knows his Good stuff. to know that. Mm. I mean, until then, the phrase it's coming home had only really been used on television when um, homing pigeon tournaments were televised back then. Well, you know, um, you know my next door neighbour, who, um, who, um, the the one who, uh, the one who, uh, whose wife put the alarm clock half full with urine on our kitchen table. He took my, he took my dad's homing pigeons to release them so that they would come back just to get them used to it, and we never ever saw any of them again. And my dad went to his grave saying that he'd sold, he'd sold those pigeons. They never got the chance. It's quite hard to steal homing pigeons. Yeah. Do you know what? I you feel, have to keep them chained. I feel there's been karmic recompense that you've made a song called It's Coming Home. Yeah, I, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think, though, Al, you're quite right. I like to think that pigeon fanciers, across the, <laughs> that, that, the greatest of all descriptions, pigeon fanciers have embraced it. on Absolute Radio. Matt has been in touch on the Twitter. Welcome. To say this, surely Sir Frank, Sir David, and Sir Lightning Seeds is way overdue. <laughs> I would love. It's about time they gave a band an honour, isn't it? Because yeah. if you go into music as an individual <laughs> like Cliff Richard, then you're liable to become Sir Cliff Richard. But the Shadows would have thought, well, you know, we were there with him. Why not Sir Shadows? Sir Shadows, fair yeah. enough. I think that they should think about that at the. Um, what about Sir Fall? Oh, that would have been oh, good. But, oh, yeah, too late now. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I know. Sorry, everything had moved down, everyone. Yeah. What about um, Dame Atomic Kitten? <laughs> 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 oh, that would be. That's such a good idea. Oh, my God. So I've had so many good ideas on this show over the years. Yeah. If you was to put them all in a list, we could change the Often. world. Mm. Often for other people, aren't they? They're often little tweaks for other people. Exactly. But the Queen, I'm always trying to help help the the Queen. It is true that there is nothing, there's nothing less about being in a band than there is about being an an individual. You just choose. In fact, it's a marvellous example of community that should be celebrated by the honours list. We've okay. also had a missing... Queen could be awkward. Dame the Queen. Dame Queen. Yeah. I mean, she wouldn't like that, Dame the Queen. Dame that sounds queen. like right. every friend my parents ever had. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've also had a missive from Shaky 100. Mm. Ending it, sir. No, it won't Sir be. Shaky. It sir Stevens. Be. He's well. She'll be oh, furious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she will Sh- Shaky 100. I think he's still in lockdown, um... Right. Stevens. So Stevens, oh. he's behind the green. Oh, behind the green door. He says, "I saw you on the last leg last night." We've had a lot of people in saying this, and then he's um, this is an interesting contribution. 
Can you ask David where he got his shoes from, please? They were great. <laughs> David was wearing some Cross of St George suede slip-ons that I think he was sent in 1996. <laughs> and wow. um, that's interesting. I think you can probably have David's, is, is what I... Um, oh, I think he's, a, fo- he's, a, he's a, a four and a half. I think he has to wear <laughs> snowshoes in the winter. Lest he become submerged. Sven Goran Eriksson, I think he was a five or something. Was he really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Delicate. He didn't topple over. Oh, like an antelope. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it meant him and Ulrika could watch telly in bed. Nothing in the way. <laughs> so, uh, is it out, Al? Sure, should I continue with my oh, old yeah. life? <laughs> I mean, we've had quite a lot of people echoing the sentiments of 848 who says, come on, Frank, exclamation mark. It's coming home. If I stand at the end of my drive, I can just about see it. Oh, um, it does feel however, very adjacent. Some, what if we're bought out there is, of... There is one angry Scott who disagrees. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I absolutely accept that. Are you sure? <laughs> But what about if we brought out a new f- version that comes out tomorrow morning that, that says, it's adjacent, it's adjacent, it's extremely adjacent, it's actually in the postcode, uh, just just to spoil it all. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've got a quick question. Are we definitely going to win? Uh, well, I tell you, one of my least favourite things is football predictions. That's one thing you get at. Mm. Score going to be, Frank. Have you mistaken me for the astrologer Russell Grant? I know, but I, I did get it right. What, you picked sure. the score? I texted Matt Ford. He said, how's it going to be? I said, I think it'll be tight. 2-1 England. I think I might have even said extra time. Wow. There you go. Wow. But what Get you, Nostradamus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nostradamus, don't compare me to Nostradamus. He got everything wrong. No, when he said uh, a, a, a red sparrow will land on a brown <laughs> gate, and people said, "There you are, the Russian Revolution." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Did he say it was coming home? though? How would he have said it? He wouldn't have said it. He thing that I loved about Nostra yeah. is that he made you work for it. He did. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> say it's coming home. It's a. Um, <laughs> I'll put the kettle on, and you just have to just have to draw it from that Nostradamus. Very <laughs> under, understated. That was his thing. Where was he from? Is he French, Nostradamus? Oh, I don't know. Al, do you know where Nostradamus oh, I don't was know from? That. Anyone? Uh, eight, twelve, fifteen. Mm. Where, where was Good Nostradamus text. from? Yeah. What's more important, where did he go? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, obviously I think we're going to win, but um, I'm trying to think what could spoil... Is there anything that could spoil it um, other than losing? And I thought, if Gareth Southgate was identified as the fake shake who got Sam Allardyce the sack... Oh, that would be a shame. Oh, after we trusted him. You know, he's sort of football manager closest in spirit to Greta Thunberg. And then suddenly we find out he's a sinister cat. Oh, that'd be awful. Imagine the grainy black and white photos of him with a glass of wine. There's always a glass of wine oh. in the hotel room. Oh, oh no. no. With a sort of, just, just under the shake clouds, just a hint of waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> awful. <laughs> Well, he's gone tie now. I like the tie. He's gone tie, has he? Well, he's got the blue lucky tie. 
with the white, the polka dot tie. Have you not spotted yeah. it? I have. I haven't noticed a regular. Yeah, regular he has thing. the ties. His lucky tie. Ian Wright wears it now as well. All okay. across the clothing. I find it a bit of a tie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, can I say um, my? My consolations to the Spice Girls who announced their 25th anniversary this week. <laughs> that was a very bad idea. Indeed. I'd have waited a bit and said, uh, 25th and 10 days anniversary. So just nobody even noticed. Did, did, did you notice it? Well, I, I mean, I'll tell you who's going to be thrilled about that, Atomic Hit and oh, I mean, God, Battle of the Girl Bands. So I feel that we... It's like I found Atomic Kitten on waste ground and I just happened to have a couple of defibrillators with me and I've brought them back. I feel like Frankenstein. I've brought up the kitten. Here they are. Beautiful. When I say me, I mean us, of course. Yeah. But generally speaking, when I say us, I mean me. Of course you do. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I, I also like this text message that we've just received from Lee in Stoke, who uh, also goes by the numbers 165 at the end of his number. Mm. Uh, what's what's the most random thing people have said they'll do if England win tomorrow? My mate says he'll shave his eyebrows off. When I asked him why, he said, I'm bald and clean-shaven, what else can I do? That's true, he's running out of uh, options. It's like me at Lent. Once you don't smoke... <laughs> Don't drink, don't do drugs, don't. Mm. Once that, um, <laughs> in the end, you're giving up stuff like tea, and that's, oh, that's too much, isn't it? That was a tough year for you, that Lent. <sighs> that was my worst ever Lent. What was your yeah, worst ever Lent? Ain't 12.15. Oh, sorry, I thought we was on that. Uh, I do a Catholic radio show on Thursdays. So there have been up. so many, dear. We've had another yeah. supportive Scott. Oh, wow. Oh, good. This is from no one, this person's called. Okay. As a Scotsman... <laughs> he's wisely keeping anonymous <laughs> if he's still living in Scotland. As a Scotsman, I have no interest as to whether it's coming home or not, but no. as I grew up watching Fantasy Football League, it's filled my heart with joy seeing Frank and David on TV together again. Now, I appreciate that's praise, but I think there are extenuating circumstances. Yes, mm -hmm. of course. Okay. Um, do they still toss the caber in... Uh, is that a thing that still happens in Scotland? I used to be fascinated games. by that as a kid. You know, they run with, like, a big telegraph. Televised. Was it? <laughs> Must be hard to shoot. Hard to shoot in the landscape. You want it in portrait, ready to get the full caber. Is the caber oh, essentially I can't believe free? I've made this up. It was sort of yeah. the upside-down pole vault. <laughs> <laughs> Al, was it essentially... I'm going over to you as our uh, Scottish correspondent. Was it essentially a version of the world's strongest man, but just on a budget? Yeah. Yeah, I think there was yeah. a bit of that in it, but okay. the caper, oh, that's a great thing. <laughs> it's, it, it's that oh. thing of letting it sit on your hands like that and just, oh, man. I've, I've done it with smaller things, but... Um, I'm very impressed by the caber, caber guys. <laughs> caber guy! <laughs> That's, that is what Jim Carrey should have done. A film about the Highland Games in which they call him caber guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, when a joke is born. Ooh. 
Anyway, it was a warm-hearted family atmosphere at Wembley on uh, Wednesday. Yeah. If your family are enormous, sweary, drunken blokes in England shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I have... I mean, I don't want to spoil the party now, um, but... If I get out of this without COVID-19, it'll be an absolute miracle because there is it is a world where it doesn't exist. You'd love it, Al. It's just there's no social distancing. <laughs> I think I was the only... Me and Dave were the only people in masks and they were mainly for disguise purposes. Oh. I, think this, I think this could be the Delta variants, Cheltenham Gold Cup. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, really? I'm... Uh, oh, man. So let's, uh, let's enjoy ourselves while we can tomorrow. It was really terrifying in some ways. But hey, like I say, I don't want to put a downer on it. <laughs> you must have been getting... Uh, how did it feel reforming the band, Frank, last night on the last leg? It was... It's always love. Every time I see Ian, which is once every two years, I um, we always say... I always say, yeah, it's been really great hanging out with you. Let's keep in touch. We say, yeah. And then the next time I see him, it's another football tournament we're doing. Three lines somewhere, so that's mm. you know I, I'm not very good at the the friend thing. I, I like. Are you still like, not? I've tried for years, but um, you've you have tried. No, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know how people do it, and thus I find. Um, That's what they should have played over that shot of me and Dave. They should have put one of those circles over me when they identify the person, and then they should have played that. <laughs> Even in a crowd, the caption should have said. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You choose. We mm. respond. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it. Emily was telling me earlier that she puts the oven on at home. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, to keep warm. Well, you're making me yeah. sound like sort of little Nell. Is, is, is it electric or gas? Oh, I think it's gas. Um, I think that's quite bad for you, isn't it? It's terrible for the atmosphere. You're breathing in um, the North Sea. The North oh, Sea's right. darker oh, extracts. Apologies to anyone who's offended and to Greta. But also, yeah. I'm just saying occasionally, I, I'm just saying I enjoy, I'm not encouraging others to do it. Yeah. Absolute Radio does not endorse turning on the oven. Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. But I'm just saying, Frank... We can't do it because I put a pan in the oven not realising there was a plastic tag on it where they'd hung it up in the shop and there was this sudden terrible smell of melting 21st century oh, yeah. in the house. And we've never really... It, it dripped onto the floor of the oven and we've never really got rid of it. So every time... We, that oven goes on now. It's um, there's this like open the doors panic going on. Hey, my fault, you know my bad. That's, you know those people that specialise in cleaning ovens that come heard, around and fix that. I've heard of that. An affordable uh, fee, I think. Oh really? 
Yeah. OK, I might look up um, oven cleaners. Does your oven not clean itself, for goodness sake? Well, I, the self-cleaning oven, I thought, went with matey. It cleans the bath as well. <laughs> Let the old... Uh, <laughs> there's a children's uh, bath um, thing that cleaned the bath as well, and then it turned out it contained bleach. That was how they did it. Oh, dear. Yeah. But uh, I think it's still available, but it, it don't clean the bath no more because oh, the bleach has gone. So I don't want to do down, matey, if you want to get well, maybe some, that's it's safe what, now. Do you, maybe <laughs> that's what explains Phil Foden. He's been dunking yeah. his head into the old matey. Oh, that'd be, yeah, if he slept, <laughs> he slept in mate, the matey's chair. <laughs> that's what they should do with Phil Foden. If he scores, they should fire matey into his mouth. <laughs> Oh, man. No, mate, he's a run far. If you've never heard of matey, I think it still exists, but it was a pirate-themed yeah. um, bath... Um, what do they call it? A bath? Bubble uh, bath. Bo- yeah, sort of bubble bath. I don't know how heavy it was on the bobbles, but um, it got you got you and the and the bath clean. It's a tremendous... And there was a Mrs. Matey as well. There was a Mrs. Matey, mm-hmm. yeah. Um Respect and to if her. you've never heard of the... Uh... <laughs> I wasn't trying to suggest that it was just like Captain Matey. I'm thinking no, of it as the Matey uh, dynasty <laughs> who brought it about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you've never heard of the dentist chair... Yeah, you probably heard of the dentist chair, I think. Not everyone has. Mm-hmm. OK, it was what some footballers from England got drunk in. Mm. Um, before the 1996 European Championships. Lovely idea and a dangerous thing in a club where you lie... The dentist chair went fully back and Mm. people poured alcohol into your mouth. Sounds a bit um, risk of drowning. There was like the... the the, the, uh the shameful five, wasn't there? But, you know, those things you see, maybe you've done this. Um, I, I, either, one of you might have done this. You know, you see people, like, on holiday and they've got those sort of jugs of wine and a big, like a sort <laughs> of a, a, I'm going to say a wee, a sort of wee comes out of it. Yes. And um, you and it, drink it. And that looks dangerous. Well, I'll well. tell you what happened to me at the This Morning party with the vodka ice sculpture. Oh, do. I what was, was the sculpture <laughs> of? It was a man. Let's leave oh, it like they, that. Wow! Well, on this morning, yeah. there's such it a was... dark <laughs> underbelly to this morning. Phil, Phil Schofield sculpture. Do you find that? You know. I, if, if if we discovered there is a TV show where they have, have a dungeon, a dungeon of, of torture, and people are being held against their will, my money would be on this morning every time. <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Frank. All I'll say, I was thrust underneath. The Iceman. Yeah. Don't call Philip that. <laughs> the Iceman colour. I was thrust underneath the Iceman and the vodka came out of yeah. um, an area mm, of mm, him mm, mm, and it went mm, directly wow. into my eyes. Wow. Oh. I nearly had to go home. I was almost blinded. I was in tears in every what respect. A, but it would be the best blinding anecdote of all time. <laughs> I was bl- I'm sorry, I was blinded by the simulated um, vodka-based urine of the This Morning Ice Sculpture man. Oh, that happened to a friend that... No, he didn't. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm. Michael yeah. G. Clark has got in touch. Did he used to do 15 to 1? 
What was he called? No, I think he started Factory Records or something. Mm-hmm. What was he called? William G. Stewart. William G. Stewart. What do we think about that? William G. Well, no, the initial in the... Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And K. Cochran. <laughs> I, um, I've never used the same... I, I've always been a fan, as you know, of the initial initial. The um, I think of two disparate characters, F. Scott Fitzgerald and H. Samuel, <laughs> when I think, think of these. And that, I've, I, there's something... You know, there's a writer called O. Henry, and oh, it's almost yes. like a quote... Oh, Henry. <laughs> I think people... So was it Harry S. Truman, was it? Harry right? S. Truman, yeah. Was that a real S? I think sometimes they insert it, the, the, American, the Americans, in order to sound posher than they are. Well, they like do. Like the third. They do, yeah. What, they there's do. only three generations? But they, we don't do junior over here, do we? Oh, oh. no, we don't. Whereas the Americans love... Um, who's your favourite junior? Oh, it's got to be Robert Down. Yeah. <laughs> Neymar. Neymar, of course. Oh, Neymar yeah. Jr., yeah. I think Frank Sammy, Sinatra Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. kind of, um, he, he defined the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the he genre. He was a great junior in his own right. Normally you, yes. the junior has to be attached to the senior. Yeah, I like it when the, you've only heard of <laughs> yeah. the junior. Well, Robert yeah. Downey Jr., there you go. Oh, it's like the Sorcerer's Apprentice, <laughs> you know. That it's, Yeah. Favourite juniors, um, 8, 12, 15. I wonder if we'll get, um, I wonder if we'll get any Huddersfield Town fans <laughs> suggesting Junior Bent, who played for them for oh. a while. Oh, but and see, that's a bit cheating, isn't it, if it's it their is, name? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we know, don't inventive che- people. Well, we don't cheat. <laughs> it's gamesmanship. Uh, also, Junior, who sang... Game management is what they call it. Oh, yes, guys, I know. game management, I love. Yeah. You have to be careful how you say it. Yeah, well, quite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Junior who sung Mama Used to Say. Oh, yeah. Mama Used to Say. Da, da, da. Oh, but he wasn't a, a junior, though. No. In, in, the, in the classic sense of the, the term. Michael G. Clark will return to him. Oh, yeah, Michael G. Clark, yes. Sorry, one of the great digressions <laughs> we'll know him as in future. Yeah. What I like is he just got in touch to say, I keep forgetting what a big hooey Frank is. Lovely chap. Hooey? What does that mean? Is that because you're into the Doctor Who? Oh, is it spelled W-H? Oh, OK, yeah. Can I just say, Michael G. Clark? I do isn't it? I don't keep forgetting. Yeah, no. I, won't I you. never forget. Yeah. That's a luxury we can't afford. <laughs> Gracious thing I've ever heard in my life, Cockrell. I've never, I've never been that keen on the phrase Hoovian. Are you a Hoov? No. Oh, what, what do you call yourself, you people? There's an element of someone who vacuums. My yeah, I says he works as a Hoovian in a hotel. You should like vacuum cleaners. You use them for most of the costumes. Oh. Um. <laughs> That's what they look like they've been made out of. What? <laughs> Take that back. back. Anyway, have we heard from the outside world? Because, you know, it's not, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And well. relax. Can <laughs> fool me this week. Ow, what about... We had some lovely responses in uh, to last week's show. I will... I'm going to give you a little tease here. Oh, Let's just say, liturgical chants. Oh, I do, you know what? I never thought we'd get a response to that. Well, I am all ears. Frank Skinner. 
Frank, number one, it's coming home. Number mm. two, we've had a tweet in from McTee. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, he says Ray Parker Jr. of Ghostbusters theme fame. Oh, yes, that's a good one. Who was Ray Parker Sr., I wonder? That's very good. Strangest lyric in Ghostbusters. I'm afraid of no ghosts. Fine. I I'm, I'm can work with that. Mm-hmm. I hear he likes the girls. Yeah. I don't like that. No. I don't want a, I don't I want a creepy ghost. What about um, lyrics in Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline? And when I hurt, hurting runs off my shoulders. Right. Makes me think of showering. Yeah, that, is that what he's thinking of? And when I shower, showering runs off my shoulders. <laughs> and then his, his, his agent has said, yeah, I'd make it a bit more poignant than showering. People don't. Mm. Uh, what do you, uh, <laughs> um, what do you we think? We are, we're, we're running a text in today, one of our more obscure, I think, is uh, who's your favourite junior? Yes. Um, and 996 has nailed it for me with junior disprin. Oh, oh, God. I think there was a junior aspirin as well, wasn't there? Yeah. I yeah like they it. were not quite nice, actually. Dangerously <laughs> tasty because they get nice. a little bit of. Yeah, they had like an orangey flavour. <laughs> Just what you want to do when you're leaving the quite. tablets around the house for children. <laughs> quite nice. That's how Elvis started. These are quite nice. They were without doubt the nicest. I mean, Calpol as well. Lovely. <laughs> You've been getting strung out on Junior Disprin. Oh, is that, that going to be where I go now? Yeah, because after England uh, won the Euros, he started it in the cow pole and became very numbed, very numbed to life. Dave C has been in touch. Dave of York. Dave C, who do we think that is? Mm. Cameron. Oh, yes, yes. It's obvious now I think about it. Carry on. See, I went Chappelle. Google it. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, (laughs) He's pointed out, we have the younger rather than junior, like Pitt the younger. (laughs) That is good. That is good. Great, Dave. I mean, I would have liked um, Sammy Davis the younger. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would have, that would or what about Frank Robert Downey the Younger? But I don't <laughs> think you can tap dance if you're called the Younger, can no. you? It's too formal. Right. Did they did the other? Did they call? They did say Pit the Elder, didn't they? So there's Pit the Elder, <laughs> Pit the Elder, and Pit the Younger. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. That. Yes, I, I think we did well there. Mm. But um, still so, like a junior. And Dan Bauer has pointed out that George Bush Sr. was called that, but then George W. Bush was never George Bush Jr. So it's almost as if, you know, George Bush Sr., he set it up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and he rejected said, it. And he went, no, I want um, the... Um, <laughs> The initial <laughs> sandwich. I'm going to go for that one. Isn't it no, still no. I've set, hey, I've, I set you up for junior. No, but I want the initial sandwich um, thing. I don't care what you don't tell me what to do. You're always telling me what to do. That's uh, home with the bushes. There, you're on absolute radio. I'm going to make this one of the leading drama stations on uh, on radio. Cuba Gooding. Cuba Gooding. Oh, Cuba Gooding oh, Jr. Did, how did we possibly miss that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um, Cuba Good Gooding time. the Elder. 
I believe. It's oh, yeah. Long. yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. It me wonder if um, in the UK we go with the younger. Uh, I wonder if Paul Young has children that could be called Paul Young the Younger. Younger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Or Barb it? Younger. Do you remember her? From, uh, <laughs> no. She's a sort of comedian from the 80s. <laughs> We've just got two more to she add. She was in a double act called, um, I think, Parker and Younger or Younger and Parker. Parker no. and Younger doesn't sound so good. Anyway. We've got a couple more just to uh, add to the list. Uh, David Williams has thrown in Donald Trump Jr. And oh, then, yeah, I forgot about him as well. Wow, haven't we all? And then Nate H has... I've not. <laughs> well, David did add, I'm sure he'd have owls vote. Um, Nate H has added uh, Harry Connick. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. HCJ. What I would like is a, is a TV documentary series that interviewed the seniors that we don't know and find out what they're like and what they've done with their lives. Wouldn't that be a great idea mm. for a TV oh, show? A good idea. Almost it could be called Junior's um... Dad. Oh, yeah. that is good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one of your recent textings was, um, do you do liturgical chants? Can you explain it was, yeah, well, what it was, it you was, meant Have you ever that? converted a commonplace um, saying to a liturgical chant? It came from... I got Very a dog niche. recently and someone said to me, he was jumping up them in the, in the park and they said, oh, he can smell our dog on me. And I remember... The neighbour, who I've seen to be speaking about a lot of lately, <laughs> come round and whenever our dog went absolutely mental if anyone came to the um, house. And he jumped all over her and, and she always said he can smell our dog on me, although he would do it if someone who'd never been, someone who'd come, who'd been brought up under some stairs in a cupboard arrived. They would, he was still a donny. And I um, started, I converted it into a liturgical chant, which was. Mm. He can smell our dog on me. <laughs> and I sang that a lot. And I just wondered if anyone else had converted uh, commonplace sayings to a liturgical chant. It was a shot in the dark. But on well, this show, there's always a chance someone out there has done whatever you ask. It's borne some fruit. Oh, lovely. Uh, I mean, it didn't light up the switchboard, but it no. has borne some no. fruit. Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, as children, we did much chanting. There was We Want Window Winder used on long journeys to request at great length the single window winder I wish I knew in Mum's old what? Volvo. Do we know what the tune was, then? <laughs> no. Uh, in Mum's old well, we Volvo that was go. kept in the glove box. I just like the idea that a car had one window winder that would then be passed around. I like the alliteration. We want window winder. Mm. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah. Another was steak and kidney, which was accompanied by a complicated hand slapping game. Lovely. Hours of fun. Um, and then Jake praises the show, which I won't read. No. No. I mean, I'm, no. thank you, Jake, but you know, I think one has to have a certain decorum in these matters. Yeah. Mm. In case you're new to oh. the show, I wince every time I hear someone on a on another channel. They don't do it on absolute say. Yeah, I got a calling from Dave. Said I absolutely love your show. You're fantastic. I thought, yeah, keep that. Just keep it on in your head. That's a nice thing. But once you've said it, it's a nasty thing. <laughs> oh God. We've had. Uh, I'd just like to throw a brief W into the George Bush section oh, of yeah. uh, last week's show. The brief W uh, interruption is Steve Burgess, who said in response to the broken fares, hire a private 
investigator. That you know what? That's good. I don't mind it. I should say we use affairs to mark the time on the show. It's a long story. I know. And someone um, broke it and hid it, and then we found it all broken. I've moved on now. I, I, I you know, I wish go go with peace and love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm too happy to let that fez criminal. I never. Upset me. Personally, never let happiness get in the way of malice. <laughs> <laughs> little, uh, little motto for you all there. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm going to do a, a, what I believe they call a shout out, the young people, oh. um, to Carl, and Carl is the manager. He was the man of the jar. He was the manager of um, Felton Sports Direct. Sports Direct, is that the Muhammad Ali carrier bag? Is that, is that Sports <laughs> Direct or is that the other one? That's that one, yeah. And uh, matching luggage now, I think, for mm. a great many people. But um, our producer, Sarah, went in there to try and get some decorations for the studio, England flags and all that sort of stuff. And Carl just gave us a bunch of stuff and it looks great in here so thank you um, Carl from Feltham thank you Carl and I didn't do a Feltham joke I think we should all maybe have a moment just to celebrate that thank you very much thank you mature yes and I'm um, you know I'm, I'm growing Unfortunately, we haven't mentioned uh, Oldham or Peckham. No, no, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been discussing uh, people called junior and senior, and of course the uh, UK variant um, <laughs> younger, uh, the younger. There was, uh, I was just thinking there was the George Foreman approach where he called all, he had about eight kids and he called all the sons George. <laughs> Yeah. And I think there was a Georgette as well and a Georgina amongst the, the daughters. I mean, that really, it's lovely to just get it done. Mm. Then you don't yeah. have to keep thinking about it every time. But I don't like know. People that wear the same outfit all the time, just there's no need, for, they don't need to use up oh, any the of their Steve, bandwidth. The Steve Jobs approach, yeah. always wear the yeah. uh, black polo neck. Yeah. <laughs> or, of course, the classic Doctor Who's. More or less the yeah. same uh, clothes every week. Mm. Even the assistants. Yeah. Just wore the same clothes to stonk. <laughs> the TARDIS was to stonk. Well, that's, of, that's not even talking about the smoke. <laughs> um, Natasha Warburton has actually got in touch re that very point. I'm not sure about Junior, but my favourite child of a star's name is Your Majesty. Oh, that Jermaine is, Jackson's yeah, that, son, oh, yeah. that is who brilliant. also does have a sibling called Jermaine Junior. Oh, is that right? Very yeah. Good. JJ. I bet he's called what? JJ. Oh, Bruce Forsyth had a son called JJ, I believe. I only know that because I remember seeing Is a picture of him in Hello wearing a baby grow tux. And it was one of the first I'd ever seen. Respect. Um, I'd like one of those for a corporate's <laughs> comeback. Yeah. I, did a sketch um, with, a... uh, I did a sketch with Bruce Forsyth in which I was a receptionist. Mm. And uh, I played, uh, I also played a young woman in it who phoned in and said, Hello, I'd like to speak to my uncle, Bruce. Mm. Um, no, she came. She t came in and said, "I want. I want to see my uncle Bruce." And I found up Bruce Forsyth, and it cuts to him, and he goes, "Yes." And I say, "Nice to see you. To see you, niece." <laughs> <laughs> oh, some of my best work. <laughs> like that. <laughs> 
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 0215. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Hannah, Dan and Joseph, who have, they say have a sideline of doing uh, rock band, I think it's mainly rock band themed coasters. Oh, yeah. Have sent me some Alice Cooper coasters. You know, my son, Bars, is a massive, what do they call them, Cooperites. There's probably some recuperator <laughs> or something of that nature. Yeah. Pun? What did, Cooperian. What was, Cooperian would be good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's one, he's, he's, and uh, thanks for the coasters. Oh, you can't have enough coasters, that's my uh, motto. Well, I know you love a coaster. Oh, man. It's one of your unusual mottos, actually. <laughs> it is, but it does fit. I do. I have done that thing. I've literally slid in a coaster into space as, as a visitor's cop goes down towards the you wooden tabletop. You are very... You are very hot on the coasters. I ate a ring on a wooden See, table. See, I like a ring. See, it reminds me of the mark of the Misterons in Captain Scarlet, which was a slightly blurry ring. Oh, yes, me too. What on earth? <laughs> yeah, reminds everyone of that. Yeah. I like... This is the voice of the Misterons. Do you not remember that? Very Absolutely good. not. OK. I like the ring on the table because... Really? Yeah. Because it reminds me of the sort of posh person's old country farmhouse. Oh, yeah. Just put your cup down there, yeah, with all the horse tacklers, fine, and all the dog biscuits. I can't do it. I can't actually put... I've been in places where there's been absolutely dilapidated tables and I still haven't... I'll take a bit of um, paper out of my pocket or something (laughs) and put it under. I just can't... I cannot put a hot cup on a wooden table. Okay. I can't do it, I tell you. Makeshift coaster. (laughs) Yeah, I just come. I'll use, you know, something like, you know, like a a mass leaflet. Okay. Okay. Of course. (laughs) What else has been happening this Um, week? Well, first of all, it turns out that this initials and junior senior thing has got an enormous golf pedigree which I'd like to bring to your attention. Um, 207 has texted, Hale S. Irwin, brackets American golfer, has no middle name. The S was added on the advice of Hale's dad, who told him that golf was a rich man's game and he'd need a middle initial if he wanted to get on. Well, you see, I've I heard... I that was I'm, interesting. I'm sure I've heard... To your attention. I've heard Hale Irwin said a lot of times without the S. Has he always had the S, or was that a late, oh. a late addition? Well, there's a really question for you. We had a good one, actually, which was uh, Lon Chaney Jr. Yes, we did. Someone sent in Lon Chaney Jr. And, and as he said, uh, which made me love him even more, I will find his name uh, soon, uh, a bit of a current one for you. <laughs> Yeah, but what's the chain, deal with that? I tell you what's good about that. It's it's one of the rare examples where I know the father as well. Lon Chaney was oh. the, the original Man of a Thousand Faces. He was like a, did a lot of horror films. Oh yeah, a lot of silent stuff and that. Yes, and his son Lon Chaney Junior. I think they're different people. Was um, in the uh, popular TV series Hawkeye. Played uh, Chingachuk, the oh, Native American. Right. So I think I think that's an example, and someone will correct me if Something I'm wrong. Something a bit problematic. I think it's all right. Um, and there's a 
No, actually, I, looking back, back when was alive. <laughs> looking back, back on when we first met. <laughs> looking back, I wish I'd brought it up. <laughs> looking back on when we Damn. first met, Damn. it was highly problematic. Damn, Lon Chaney Jr. and his uh, <laughs> yeah, cancelable uh, content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate him now. <laughs> I wish that canoe had had a hole in it. Here's a story that may remind you of uh, a parable called The Emperor's New Clothes. I mm. think that's a parable, isn't it? Well, um, it's a story. The BBC, is it not? Well, it's a, it's is it just it, a story? It, it's a fairy story, I think, isn't it? Oh, OK. Anyway. Stand corrected. I don't know. I'll the text BBC, Aesop. He knows. Go according, to, um, according to what I like to call the bloids, the tabloids, oh, yeah. the, the BBC have splashed out tens of thousands of pounds on a new logo that looks exactly the same as the old logo. Well, a bit smaller, isn't it? Tiny bit different. I mean, I don't, um, maybe they don't know you can do that thing. You know that thing on your phone where if you just squeeze the thing yeah. a bit, it gets a bit smaller. Turning, I believe it's Zoom called. out. Mm. But it's, it's a tweetment. It's a tweetment. I'm okay with a tweetment. Is, is, yeah. is that, is there a, is it me? Or <laughs> was there a story, was there a story several years ago about the BBC changing their logo for tens of thousands of pounds and it being a waste of licence payers' money? Well, I'm glad you've brought that up, actually, Frank, because I have a theory about logos, and that mm. is that they only ever really get in the news for being ridiculously expensive and or unclear, like... You know that sometimes they're sort of weird hieroglyphics that nobody can read, and they've cost three and a half million pounds. I think logos might be a rip-off. There you go. I've said it. Okay. I I'm think, afraid I disagree. I think news. If you want a hot news logo, mm. it's got to be the 2012 Olympics. That was. Oh. That, I mean, that was the logo that broke the internet, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I'm going to say it. I respect you. I have no, great love I. and affection for you as a colleague and friend. Well, I don't know about you, Al, but I'm, this feels like somebody just focusing their telescopic sights. <laughs> and he's in range. However, there was always going to be a however. Yeah. I love a logo. I think the logo is crucial to the brand identity. Mm. Now... The reason for this, I think this might be to do with my fashion history. Mm. Mm. And the reinvented logo is a thing. Every house reinvents their logo periodically. Wh they why, have to. Why do they have to? Because your audience, your market changes. 22-year-old mm. ain't going to like what your 42-year-old likes, OK? Louis Vuitton had to be, you know, had to be judged. They have to be judged up. That's a term... I know, but use. you know, my motto is "Jush ye not, for as she jush, so shall ye yeah. be jushed." For example, you know, seventies fonts, this sort of sherbet dib dab, big lettering. Mm. It's not going to work in today's culture. Can I? Um, I, I wonder if this is re relevant in football. In the, I'd say in the nineties. <clears throat> They started the football clubs who'd had the same badge for years. Oh, suddenly, yeah. a slightly modified, more streamlined version. Like at West yeah. Brom, we got a sort of slightly neater, more modern. And I thought, oh, they're trying to modernize. But really, the, what the truth was that 
and for several clubs, nobody really knew who owned the rights to that badge, <laughs> and they didn't like that. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, yeah, there I could have been an element of that. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure. Just regularise. Can I ask you a question as well? I've probably mentioned this before because it's a slight um, thing of mine, but the FedEx logo, is the white arrow between the E and the X, is it deliberate or accidental? If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you look, if you Google the FedEx logo, you will see there's a white arrow in, in the middle of it. And that's a good thing for a sort of express delivery company. But I've never been quite sure whether it was planned or whether it just happened that way. I like that. And also, may I suggest you check out the original Apple logo, which I believe oh, was yeah. a sort of black and white Hogarth-style etching of... Uh, Isaac it? Newton underneath a tree. <laughs> no. Yes, I remember there was like a weird... I mean, they couldn't have rolled that out on every phone. It was so complicated. I did not know that. I promise that's what it was. They had to give that a rethink. Then it went black apple. No one wants a black apple. It's complicated. No, that's no. True. Okay. I've always thought the apple with the bite is a symbol of yeah. temptation. <laughs> to sin yeah. and evil and it's, it's a sort of hiding in plain it's Apple saying we are a dangerous temptation that will destroy your innocence <laughs> but you won't notice we won't notice we're saying that in the logo it's an Adam and Eve thing yeah. Frank Skinner Absolute Radio We've had a defensive text from 266 who says in defence of logo designers, brackets, I am one. Yeah, I knew the BBC, <laughs> the BBC logo amend will actually save them a fortune as they'll not be paying font licence fees. I did the same for a large household brand that had a very expensive rebrand. I changed the font and did a little tweak, saved £800,000 in years of fees they didn't realise they'd be paying. Mm. Clever. Well, it's clever unless you you live on your font rights. Yeah. Then it seems to me you're being um, squeezed out of the market. You see, it depends mm-hmm. how much you value a font. I value it very highly. Well, I it's... own Comic Sans. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> you oh, you've don't. never mentioned. Yeah, well, so, you know, since TFI Friday, I've been, it's been pretty slim pickings. I mean, you do realise it means comic without. Oh, uh-huh. I thought it, it was S A N D. I thought it was a D. No, it's an S A N S. Comic without. The, do you know? We've I think... all had those nights out when we felt a bit comic souls. <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, I've had those periods in my love life when oh, I've been a bit God. comic souls. Um, <laughs> can I say you've been a vet comic? I've also as well. been a vet comic. Yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've been a vet them all. Yeah. I've had a few. <laughs> Too few to mention. Yeah. Uh, I'll go on mention. No, now go, then. <laughs> Be patient, my friend. Uh, I tell you, Comic Sans, the most unpopular font, officially, I believe. Is it really? Mm. The other one, I think the second most unpopular is Brush Script. Are you familiar with that yeah. one? It's like the thick paintbrush. Oh, oh yeah. We don't want that on our fonts. What about that which we used to call uh, Robin Hood writing? <laughs> I don't think that's the official name of that font. But uh, I remember, you know, it's on the front of the book, it's like in um, Robin Hood writing. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish someone had um, copyrighted that. <laughs> Uh, I'd like us to return just just to the topic of football, um, just briefly. I don't know if you know that Declan Rice became an uncle whilst playing for England. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, which I think must have posed an incredible dilemma for the, uh, the father of said child. I think his brother it was that became a, a dad. The idea that he had to sort of be supportive to the mum of child and also England were on the football. Well, not only was England... I mean, England playing in a Euro yeah. semi-final is one thing, but your brothers yeah, played yeah. for them. I know, I know. Do you think I they mean, had some TV in, in room? Giving it a sort of a split-screen vibe. Where he's but I keep... I looking did, at his wife imagine broaching that uh, arrangement with the wife. Oh! oh. I, I, I thought, when I saw this, Frank and Alan, because obviously I I forgot to have children, um, and I I, I (laughs) realised it is one of the most fulfilling experiences, apparently, you can have in life. But then, have you ever been asked out on a date by Shaquille O'Neal? I'm just saying. Um, You... I haven't, I haven't. Have you not? No. Frank, you have experience of this. Alan, you have experience of this. Mm. What... Would Kath, for example, have made of it if she'd have gone into labour, let's say, yeah, on that day, and she'd have said, Frank, it's coming home, but not in the way you think, mm. uh-huh. would, would that have presented you with a slight moral dilemma? Well, it... <sighs> You know, there used to be a thing, didn't there, about footballers used to, like, go home, leave, leave the squad... Mm. if their wife was having a baby, wife or partner was having a baby. Yeah? And I always used to think, I wouldn't pick them again. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a bit harsh. But, you know, the baby's going to be there for ages. But, uh, Who was that bloke? And also the goal-scoring opportunities. Of well, ex- exactly. <laughs> and blokes getting the announcement at the match as well. But blokes... You had experience of that. Yeah, but, but blokes... Oh, there was, yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the... Um, oh, this is a story after, but it is classic, is that yeah. um, at West Brom, we just lost 2-0 to Notts Forest. Goals scored by Stan Collymore, I was talking to the other night. And... Uh, as we all left, um, it came over the thing, um, oh, Mr. David, your wife has just given birth to a baby boy in Sanwell District Hospital. A big cheer went up. <laughs> the old bloke said to me, he said, the poor devil, he had to sit through this, now he's going to go home and make his own dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there were different times. <laughs> I once no. upset a man playing didgeridoo in Edinburgh. Um, Sounds like the beginning to a coda. He was poem. sitting on the street playing uh, didgeridoo, and I said, uh, um, "Can you do uh, All by Myself by Eric Cartman?" Oh. And he just got really. Oh, mm. oh no! Imagine that. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh, Eric Carmen Jr. Oh yeah, made that up. Can I just say I've had quite a I've had quite a, a productive week with England squad members' names lending themselves to humour. So uh, 
when Declan Rice got substituted, they they gave some stat about how many kilometres he'd ran during the course of the game. Mm. And I said to my wife and son, Rice does get everywhere. Very, which I was quite pleased very with. Very yeah. course, Rice, I am reminded everywhere. of the uh, Chinese takeaway in Boreham Wood in London, which is called Lots of Rice. You might, might go to the yeah, I think that, that's not what we. That's not why we're here. No, you're pushing the wrong element. I, uh, another moment whilst watching the football with wife and son. I said, "Look how fast that defender runs." My wife said, "Who's that?" I said, "Ironically, that's Kyle Walker." <laughs> oh, you were absolutely. This boy's got to get back out there I mean, again. Is his name like the opposite of nominative determinism? He's one of the fastest footballers I've ever seen. Yeah, well, more yeah. confusing, is he used to he play really for Tottenham is. and then Tottenham got a player called Kyle Walker-Peters and that, I thought, what no. are they just going to keep? They're just going to keep adding. Or they're going to. They sold That's him. Awful when that happens. They sold him, and then they'll get uh, a, another yeah. Stuyvesant, Kyle Walker, Peter Stuyvesant. Yeah. Uh, and so it'll go until they got someone with about nine hyphens. That'd be that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, what about, uh, there was an Italian I encountered this week, I was doing a, a radio interview and the football came up and this Italian man, I really liked him because he said quite without any shade being thrown at all. I genuinely think he just meant this in a caring, concerned way. Am I allowed to do an Italian accent? Yeah. How do I feel? Well, let's ask the producer. Up? She looks okay. edgy about it. I think he'd be fine. If I get his permission afterwards, any problems, we'll delete what about it Joe, the podcast. We play, we play Joe Dolce, <laughs> don't we, yeah. on Planet Rock? Oh, shut up at your face. <laughs> he, let me tell you what he said. He said, 55 years. It's not normal. Wow. This is not normal. What happened? He said it's not mm. normal to That's, not win anything no, 55 I can, years. I can see why... Uh, yeah, the thing is, we gave football to the world, and then they got better at it. Is that that was the? <laughs> it's been was, very much the British feel, normal. I think. It has, yeah. I <laughs> but I still haven't really forgiven the Italians for abandoning us in the fifth century. You know what I mean? <laughs> when the, barbar- the barbarians were at the gate and they just yeah, had to go off to their own oh, stuff. But well, let's move on from the barbarians. Niche oh, references just for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Last week it was the Danes and their uh, invasion of Lindisfarne in the eight, in the ninth century. <laughs> anyway, ah, um, it's that time. Um, it's um, thank you so much for listening uh, this morning. Of course, uh, England are playing in the uh, European Championship final on uh, Sunday. And that, you know what, I've watched so many, I've been at European finals, I've been at World Cup finals, and there's always that thing, well, who do, who do, who do we want to win? Who, who do I want to win? Who am I backing? How nice not to have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're not making me play this. I can't believe it.